Hey everyone, and welcome to episode eight of the Game Insurance Podcast, where myself, Will, Tom, Ryan, Coleman, all sit around and talk about gaming news and wrestling news that's happening. And today, let's talk about NPCs and how they can be useful, useless, and let's really just start off with the most annoying NPC that you can think of. Just someone that gets on your nerves, whether it's the voice, the face, constantly using up all of your stuff that you've crafted and found. I think for me, um, the only game I could, that really popped in mind first was Goldeneye, and it was Natasha. Mm-hmm. There's that one mission where you gotta go through the bunker, and every time she just gets right in your way, and you just clip her with one of your guns, and you're like, well, start over now. <laughs> it's also very frustrating to do that mission on big head mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love DK mode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when, when her melon is this big and it's blocking the entire doorway, especially when there's paintballs flying around. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> Did you guys not play Goldeneye? You sneeze. Yeah. He's dead. I'm 12. No, I didn't play Goldeneye. He's not 12. He's older than 12. <laughs> you have to you at least 21. I'm 21. <laughs> you put DK mode on with paintball mode. I'm under that mode. You just go nuts. You're, you're painting Picasso on the walls. Hey, hey Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> okay. What is this? The TikTok on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, like Natasha, that's a good one. Ryan? So mine's a little out there. Um, Usually is. So from the Civilizations franchise... Playing against Gandhi. So he's very pacifist, though. See, here's the thing: he can be. Gandhi, there's a scale of one to ten on passive to aggressive. Ten is aggressive. One is the most passive you can be. Gandhi's a one, right? Where he should be. Later on, as you progress through the game, you can select a form of government democracy, communism, you know, whatever. Okay. Gandhi being Gandhi Gandhi goes with democracy. Well, when you choose democracy, your aggression meter drops by two points. That puts Gandhi in a negative, which technically breaks the game. Uh He goes from doing nothing, being just let the world be, to... I'm going to nuke everybody. Dumb pissed him off. <laughs> due, due to the coding of the game, he's 25 times more aggressive than the most aggressive character in the game. Holy what? So he, Who's the most aggressive character in the game? That I don't know. I think it's Genghis Khan. you don't Khan. live that long. <laughs> I think it's Genghis Khan, but I don't know for sure. Uh, so Gandhi then just stockpiles nukes and nukes everybody, <laughs> no matter what. Like that's how the game ends, like every time. No, I mean, you can if you beat the game by doing the objectives, research, conquering Gandhi, or like actual diplomacy before he gets to that point, you're fine. If you let him get to that point, it's really so. As soon as he gets to like choose democracy, he goes hardcore rage mode and starts building up nukes and weapons so bad now that's crazy i want to see angry gandhi (laughs) he declares (laughs) declares war on everybody and it's terrifying he's hungry he's gonna put a can of whoop ass yeah pretty much so that that is my most annoying person to deal with 
That's a good that's one. That's a good one, yeah. Cool. Um, so for mine, it's more like a group of people, NPCs. People, NPCs. Um, like, for the 2K crowd, when you're playing 2K in the, any mode where you have AI teammates, the teammates are just absolute garbage. Whether it's you pass them the ball wide open mm-hmm. and they brick the shot, you pass them the ball, and the next step they make is out of bounds. It's just like... Why would I ever want to pass to a teammate in 2K that isn't an actual person at mm-hmm. this point? Like, and that's been a problem with 2K now for like several variations of the game. So I think it's one of those problems of like, it's an every year release game and they make it so large and they have so many people playing it. It's like, just slow down. We can wait and just update the roster right. like, as the league changes. You don't need to change the game every Almost year. Almost like a, a patch to it. Yeah, pretty much. So like, that would just be nice to see. So like, for my annoying one, that's that. Just because sometimes, like, they'll cost you a game. They'll make a play at the end of the game, like right. not passing you the ball or turning it over, and then all of a sudden you're out of the playoffs in your my career, and that sucks. Now, would you say that's just for like the NBA 2K, or would you say that's all 2K sports games? Um, because I feel like like I played the my career like football, like Madden. I yeah. play that all the time, and I would choose like. Usually I chose quarterback. Madden is EA. So Madden's AI is a little bit better than 2K's. But like we were talking about this earlier before the podcast started, 2K makes the WWE games. Yeah. And so like the tag team partners in WWE. Yeah, for now. Uh, Tag team partners in WWE. It's just like I'd rather have a handicap match. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, I would say it's just a 2K problem in general. Okay. They just have a problem generating decent ai to assist you in the game at all i feel like at least in the sports games because i feel like yeah the ais in borderlands are pretty good okay for the most part for me at least that's probably a different version of 2k publishing it but yeah that's mine for like annoying npcs just because i don't play a lot of games that have like solo characters that like hang out i'm more of a sports game kind of guy well, you cap. What's yours? Um, well, currently, right now, obviously, any boss I find in Elden Ring is like the most annoying NPC because you have to die multiple times to it. I thought it was gonna be Elden Ring or God of War this time. Uh, it's Elden Ring right now with um, <clears throat> their NPCs that you can summon are actually pretty good, but like the bosses suck. Except for I'm I I was able to get through Godric and only like seventeen deaths, so I feel pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. But then another annoying NPC uh, would be Jarvis from Marvel's Avengers before they patched him because he would nonstop talk during the entire mission. And some of the missions, like, you always have, like, a set point of where to go. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, slightly open with, like, you can go get a chest here. You can go defeat this uh, elite enemy here. And, like, if you went to do that, he would tell you that you need to get to this point over and over and over again it's like dude i am trying to get some gear can you please kindly shut the hell up (laughs) it's like i know you're jarvis you're like behind iron man and everything you help him with the suit but you're pissing me the fuck off okay (laughs) i'm black widow right now i don't care (laughs) how am i even listening to you (laughs) am i wearing (laughs) red so for most annoyed that one was like I would shut off commentary in the game because I got so tired of listening to him, and I would see his name pop up after I shut off, and I'm like, I know you're telling me to go to the point. I don't care. Please stop talking. I can't even hear you. I just want you to stop. But they patched him, and now it's like, okay, after you complete an objective, he talks, and then he's done. It's like, thank you. 
Thank you for that. Yeah. That, that's nice. I'm glad at least they fixed it. Right. Yeah, right. Like 2K, who has not fixed it? <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're working, working on it. They're working on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so have, after being that annoying, would you have a, would you count him to be useless then? Or would you have I another mean, NPC yes, that's that is useless? useless. That's I useless. mean, I have another useless, but I would definitely say that he was useless in the sense that after you played a mission the first time, I mean, it even shows you a marker. Like, you know where you need to go. You know what you're doing. Um, after he talks, after the first objective completion, you don't really need him anymore, and he just keeps talking. So I would definitely rule him under useless as well, which I feel like if you're annoying, we also view you as useless at the same time. Well, it's to an extent. Yeah, yeah. it is. Kind of Let's like... dive further into that. Who would be your useless person? Um, I would say any NPC that you meet in Fallout games yeah. that <laughs> you are supposed to be helping and they help you. It like it doesn't matter. Like Fallout does not have a useful NPC in it. So you say Fallout is a flawed game in general. In in that sense, <laughs> yes. I love Fallout games. Right. I play the hell out of Fallout games. But when they make you an NPC and it's like this NPC is supposed to help you. Yeah what do you do to help me it's like your base is under attack awesome can can you handle it last time i left you you had a gun with ammo mm -mm. <laughs> i'm dead so you can't handle it <laughs> cool. cool yeah that was one of the major flaws with all four yeah they, they there's two ghouls attacking your base can you come from across the map to save us no. It's like even like the Fallout Shelter game, like the mobile game. The mobile game. Oh, it would start to invade. Jesus. You would just see them run. It's like, I gave you guys weapons. <laughs> you have weapons. Please, beloved God, use them. That's the only Fallout game I've played, is the mobile Wait, like, shelter game. Hold on. Oh, gosh. That's, That's terrible. the only Fallout game you've played? That's your only introduction to Fallout. Yeah. That's where you You're fine. That's where you. I've heard failed. such mixed reviews. Like I've heard so many I've, people. I played Fallout Three, which is supposed to be the good one, and I don't review. like it. Well, you you got to play the right Fallout because there are bad Fallouts. I played Seventy Six um, in Vegas and couldn't get past like the opening. Like I did not understand what was going on. See, Vegas is a little different for the fact that you're supposed to have a general idea of what's. Kind of going on in the universe as a whole when you start. I'm assuming three is the one you guys got. So, into. so three. Well, I started with the very first game. Three was for um, me just because the first two were on PC only. Because three was yes. like one a lot of people got into. Was the one I I really tried. I tried with Fallout and Skyrim because I got well the Elder School series. I got Oblivion and Fallout Three like in a combo pack at Meyer. Mm -hmm. Tried them both. Oh yeah, that was a good combo pack. Was a good Could not do it. I tried both games because I've heard great things from my friends. I was like, you know what? We'll give it a shot. No, too drawn out for me. I like the quick pace games, not the yeah. Take you know, take right. an entire session just to develop who your character is. It's like once again, if it's too open world, you get lost. Well, I don't get lost. I just lose interest. It's yeah, you know. No, that's kind of where I'm at with Elden Ring. Like, there's so much stuff to explore in that game. Like, I have not touched the story. I was telling uh, Cap earlier. Like, I don't. 
I like skip past like the tutorial stuff, mm-hmm. so I don't know how to upgrade my character. <laughs> like that. So, I'm in the middle. Like, of, I just pushed A. I wanted to get to. I'm it. in the middle of a dungeon, like with beginner uh, weapons, like trying to figure out what's going on. But I'm having like, fun. Yeah. It was like I'm lost. That's <laughs> all know. it meant. Like that. The goal of the game is just to have fun. Really. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing. That's how I don't know how to use my Ash of War. Which, as an astrologer, I don't really need it too bad. But I do have this pretty cool where my sword can be like a divine spirit. So I wish I could use it. Yeah, that would be cool. <sighs> Tutorials, but... use them. Yes. They do come in handy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I build my character, I guess. Start all over. Use YouTube. I, I was going to say either that or Google. <laughs> I was going to Google it, yeah. <laughs> what is the Ash of War button for PS5? <laughs> well, at that point, you just look up the controls under settings. I did. PS5, Luke Barber, <laughs> Fancy pants. God damn it. <laughs> no, I did, and it does not show, like, Ash of War activation anywhere, so I have to Google it. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Oh. Anyways. Um, my, my most useless kind of got swept out from underneath me. Um, but it'd be, it'd be the WWE tag team partners like we were talking about in 2K. They're just... It's like, that's your tag team partner. He just took it from you. just took it. Take yeah, it. yeah. It was like... Example! <laughs> well, because like, I've played before you, where they come in to try and help you like break up a pin, but then they get up getting you counted out and you lose. You're like, what? Right. Well, you didn't help at all. <laughs> Just like, lost make a hot of... tag. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. All of your body is red. I can still kick out. It's fine. <laughs> I got it. I hold it just right. Oh, nope. The mission. Oh, no. And he's done. Damn it. Every time. What are you, Ryan? Uh, for me, the most useless would be uh, Ashley Graham from Resident Evil 4. Uh, she's actually, so the main protagonist is Leon, and you're supposed to go rescue Ashley. Okay. And she's the president's daughter, but has no skills whatsoever. Oh, no. When somebody's coming up to attack, it's, oh, God, help me. I, all right, cool. You're going to do something? No. <laughs> all right, just go cower in the corner. It's so, the best. So then you're dealing with one person in front of you, and you hear... Help me! You turn around, she's being kidnapped. Like, <laughs> what What are you doing? You just stood there and some dude's just like, come here, picks you up and walks off with you. Why? Did you give her a stick? The worst, pro- <laughs> the worst part is... Defend herself. If you try to shoot the person who's carrying her away and you hit her, you can actually damage her and kill her. So she's just a hazard and a liability. Just... See, that's how it was, like, in... Because I played the first Resident Evil, and I got to, like, this one room, and I just hear, like, this NPC, like, scream. And it's like, oh, someone from above is, like, in danger. And then I was like, I got lost and got confused, so I forgot about them. <laughs> By the time I got up there, they were dead. I was like, oh. Well, I tried. Oh. <laughs> I tried. I was... Once again, I had to look at my map so many times, <laughs> and then I got confused because of the camera angle in this fucking game. They were probably gonna die regardless yeah that's usually how it goes in that game but it's oh actually just in the way all the goddamn time just hide in that dumpster it's all you're good for <laughs> you're trash get in there <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much i'm porky <laughs> <laughs>
Coleman. 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 Sorry. Which one are we on? Useless. <laughs> I kind of already had my useless with like the 2K players. No, you. But once again, it kind of goes in the lines of like annoying and useless, pretty much. Yeah, like just kind of sinking back up with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, kind of annoying again, like back to playing Elden Ring. I'm lost in a cave right now. Yeah. And there's these like goblins, and they all just like hide behind like where you walk in, and they're like, they're so fast. I don't know how they're so fast. Do you like spam the lock on button? No. What's the lock on button? Oh, uh, sweet summer right, child. Right stick for me. Okay, that's probably so right, probably stick, right for stick for me. Stick for you yeah. as well. I'm, I'm just free looking. This whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Everybody I, going? As soon as I go to some place I don't know, I spam that. Okay, heard. That might make the game a little easier. It's like you play uh, what's the the last uh, Star Wars game? I target select. Where's the bad guys? Where's the little yeah, monster? Yeah, that's there what it is. Yeah. All right, All right cool. definitely need to use that then. Because it also locks onto them if they're behind something too. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. I'm like, gives you like heads Can't up. Can't wait to get home now. <laughs> so fast. I can't. so much. All right, good podcast. I gotta go now, guys. <laughs> oh, man. So we have like useless NPCs. What about most useful NPC that you have like in a game? NPC you rely on, and you can like, you know that they're gonna hold their own, help you get through missions, games, whatever. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll kick it off again. I think for me, it's got to be the Halo NPCs. You got the Marines. You also have Cortana. We'll say Halo did really good. There. You got a lot of really they good. Did, yeah. Because uh, I mean, if you're playing single player, you in the very first Halo TE, if you drive the Warthog, you got a gunner on the back who's mm-hmm. does a pretty good job at being a gunner. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a rocket launcher. You yeah. give that to your passenger. Then you hop in the driver's <laughs> seat. You got a gunner and a pat. You're ready to go. Game over. You win. Until you get stuck behind a rock and they still shoot. It's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you Back it up, Terry. What's he doing? Terry. Yeah. I think that's also my, the, my most annoying villain of any game is the Flood from Halo. That was the most terrifying enemy. I just... Like, I started playing Halo 2, like, way back in the day, and I was like, no, I'm done. Once the flood came out, I was like, no, they're annoying, I'm over it. Especially it, with, it had like, go away I heat. like Halo 2 nerfed all the guns, too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, here's dual wield. Yeah, you need two of these things. Two of these things, that's awesome. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Give me a drink. SMG for the worst <laughs> weapons ever, though. The battle rifle. Unless you're playing they Black gave us the battle rifle. Black Ops 2, they're the best. The PDW Black Ops 2 was the that's, best. That's different. That's not different. Halo. That's, that's, I know, but man. I know. <laughs> different SMG. I just oh, love that game. Call of Duty SMGs are good. Are awesome. Like the MP40, like I'll use that all the time, but like oh. the SMG from Halo, terrible. So what about you, you Will? That's um, side tangent. <laughs> right. For useful, I think, one, like, in the more recent Pokemon games, I just thought of this one, but if you ever, like, meet up with one person, they follow you around, like, in, like, uh, Viridian Forest or one of the forests, after every battle, they heal you, it's like, thank you, it's like, this is awesome, I can, like, actually stay here for a while and get my Pokemon, like, leveled up a whole bunch, so that's really nice, and then also, 
I said like Lydia from Skyrim as that was my favorite NPC to take along with me. And for me, she always held her own. She always carried all of my shit. It was really nice. I was never over encumbered. Like one of the few games you I've never. No, you were no beast of burden. Yeah. She was yeah. the pack mule. God. Yeah. That's, that's what they were used for. And like, of course, there's like other NPCs. Yeah, for the most, like, there would be times where it's like, I would be crouching, and she's like, for Skyrim, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing we're this. We're doing we're this. Guy. Heard. Leroy. We're just... <laughs> right, guys, yeah. playing. Leroy. Did you just rush in here? Yeah. Let's go, 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 go. God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> damn it, Lydia. Every time. But yeah, that's probably my most useful NPC. Uh, just kind of like keeping a little bit with the Pokemon, like just kind of like not really, but kind of just getting you ready for battle. The the Pokey like center that gets you, you can get your Pokeballs and your potions and stuff like that. That's a nice little Nurse place. Joy? Yeah, Nurse Joy. I don't know. I don't play Pokemon. <laughs> I played one on my Switch when I first got it, and I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's your most useful. NPC. No, that's not. That's just like with the Pokemon. My most okay. useful NPC okay. Okay. is Dutch from Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> Okay. Uh, whenever like you did encounter conflict out on the open paths, he would always like actually shoot people and hit them and help you if you were. It's dying. always nice to hear yeah the AIs actually hit each other and not just like start like stormtroopers. <laughs> Dang, I missed them. <laughs> exactly. So like, the wily like... ones. <laughs> and like they would actually like, um... take damage from him hitting him. So like Dutch would be a good one, and like he was a big part of the story as well. So I just kind of grew to love. His character, anyways. So like, he was kind of an asshole. You must not play the first one because you would not love the character he becomes. God damn that guy. It's the bad man. Uh, for me, the best NPC character is also a companion. Uh, Garrus Vicarian from Mass Effect Three, or the Mass Effect series as a whole. But he's with you every step of the way. But he really comes out and shines in three because you could you could make him a god, essentially. Well, pretty much. So on on even on insanity difficulty where everything's just OP over the top and mm -hmm. you have him out there with the right with the right assault rifle, he will melt through anybody and everything. You got an end game boss? Hey. Hey, Not anymore, you go, you go ahead. You got this, man. <laughs> Mass Effect did really well with their NPCs, like allowing you to like build a team and everything. Yeah, all all of them are pretty good. Uh, there are a few that are just kind of like bland. Yeah, but that's most of the time they're amazing yeah. and rememberable. And it's like, oh, it's like you really have to think about and pick who you want to take with you on certain missions yeah. and everything. So like a loadout, so to speak. To an extent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to take with you, yeah. Permission, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses, and you would have as well. So it's yeah. like, all right, if I'm this type, but I don't have any support in this area, who should I take? Or would you just say, you know what, fuck it, we're all going to be soldiers and just go in there, guns a blazing, <laughs> and action. <laughs> Pretty much well, like playing, playing Overwatch, you do them. Mode, you can just play whatever character you want. Everyone's soldier 76. Well, here we go. Yeah, 
Squad, move out. <laughs> Rocket launcher, go. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the topic you brought up of like um, NPC, like villains or enemies. So who would be like your most annoying villain or NPC, like most annoying villain NPC that you've ran into in a game? Like, for example, mine would be Resident Evil 7. I can never remember the dad's name. And I know we've talked about this in a previous episode. <laughs> Fuck. But whoever he is, keeps you guys are worse than me this episode. I'm terrible with names. Terrible with names. <laughs> but the dad that would continuously come back to life. And it's like, you kill him. Then you come back in this form. You come back in this form. It's like, if I had to fight you one more time, one I more am again? done with this damn game. Please tell me he is dead. He is on fire. I have lit him on fire. No. I have shot him up. I have sliced off his limbs. And mm. I have taken down this weird bug form thing with all these bulbous little pusses on him. He is dead. Please. It's just a flesh frame. <laughs> yeah. I really did think it was just a flesh frame. I was like, he's going to come back. He's like the final boss or something. I'm just going to lose my shit. So, you don't like the series. But for me, it would be Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. Uh, he's... <laughs> he's an over-the-top asshole who, throughout every stretch of the game, just talks mad shit to you. And... <laughs> you'll be running down, trying to complete some quest, some objective, and he's like, Hey, Vault Hunters! Bet you were, you were as rich as me! Ain't that right, but Stallion. He's got a diamond horse. A diamond unicorn. Named Butt Stallion. It's real. It's terrifying. Ooh, but he's like, God. I own this. I own everything. I'll tell you what, if you kill yourself right now, I'll give you $10,000. Sure, shit, you kill yourself, he will give you $10,000. <laughs> Her. Interesting. He's just over the top. Talk smack the whole time, and then later on in the game, he does some questionable shit that really pisses you off. Even hmm. more so. I'm not ruining spoilers, because I know you're Thank playing you. through I am playing through that, that specifically. Yeah. If you weren't playing it, the game's been out for years, I'm going to tell you that shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, for like my biggest like villain, it would probably be so in the, it's UFC 2, or no, UFC 4 is the current one that's out right now and John Jones in that game is just overpowered as hell yeah. so anytime like you build a, like, my career, like I literally have a my career for every weight class in that game, except for light heavyweight, because I don't want to fight John Jones at the end of the day, he's just way too overpowered, you're going to lose every time and it's just like why do we have to do that? Because I don't think he's that good in real life, anyways. So, hmm. yeah, but that would be mine for that one. I'm tired of getting my ass beat. Jack <laughs> Baker, that's his name. Jack, Jack the Baker. Dad. Oh, it's like such it's a simple such an easy name, name, right? And I'm an idiot. Well, yeah. yeah. It's like simple Jack. How about um... I'm the simple Will? What's yours? <laughs> Who told you mine? It was Jack Baker. It was Jack. <laughs> simple go. Simple over here. Uh, uh, was yours still the flood for most annoying NPC villain? Yeah, it's because I I understand like you know they took over the what is it the fallen? No, that's the ring. No, what are the the enemies that are holding the ring in the first one? 
the prophets? The covenant. The covenant. Yeah, the, yeah. the oh. blood kind of take over the covenant. I figured it out. Okay, you're fine. Um, so, like, the covenant we're knowing enough with, me the, with the grunts. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, um, but, yeah, once that the library uh, level... When they first really introduced the flood, it's just oh. creepy. Yeah, that is the most terrifying. Like, I was like, I'm cool with this game, and then it gets to that level. I was like, I am no longer cool with this game. This is terrifying. Can we devolve the combat a little bit? <laughs> One little snitch. Can we give this an Everstone? I do not want this evolved. Covenant, cool with bronze, easy, just pop, done. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching. Easy peasy. But then you get those giant it. little wart looking things that explode as you shoot them. And then they get the little creepy crawlies. Look like yeah, no. Or like they fall over and then they. Well, it's like land jellyfish. Yeah. I hate it. It's scary. <laughs> Spooky. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So anyway. It's like, oh, I don't have a shotgun anymore. I don't have this pistol and a plasma pistol. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. As soon as you ran out of the shotgun, you were screwed. It's like assault rifle out of ammo. Fuck. Where? <laughs> you died. Here's a plasma pistol. Thank you. Could I have, like, a shank <laughs> instead, maybe? What's <laughs> great about the new one is all these little recharge stations for your ammo. Oh. Yeah, okay, have you played nice. the new one lately? No. Because I've just... I downloaded it a while ago. I've just recently started actually playing it. And there's... Throughout each mission, there's, like, little ports to recharge your... Either, you know, oh, that's kinetic that's ammo, nice. plasma... Hmm. Uh, what's the other one? Hard light. Hard light. Um, so, which is nice. Because if you find a really dope gun from a boss, you're like, man, it's out of ammo. You hold on to it. Because eventually you're going to find a place to recharge it. Yep. Huh. That's pretty neat. Which is nice. Because if you really get used to a gun, you get good with it. It's always sucks in the creepy oh, payloads. Yeah. You're like, well, I guess you can't use this anymore. <laughs> this is useless. I'll never find ammo for this one gun ever again. Yeah. Like, after you beat a brute and you get their gun, and then they're like, well, oh, the brute launcher. No more brutes. Melee with that thing. That thing was great. Yeah. Brute shot. Beautiful gun. Yes. Uh, how about favorite NPC villain? It's like an NPC villain that you had to go up against, but you enjoyed the fight and enjoyed the evolution of them. Because I think for me, would be from Marvel's Avengers, of course. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, right. Monica Raspuccini. The way that her story kind of evolves from not only the campaign, but after the campaign, where you keep going through DLC, she's in like the Kate Bishop DLC, the Clint Barton DLC. She has her own villain sector, and it's like that's single handedly, in my opinion, the best villain sector that they have in the game um, with all the different. Uh, steps to get to her, the varying challenges and puzzles and obstacles to get through, and just to see her story and the fact that she's technically still in the game and not defeated kind of gives me hope that there's more to do with her because, once again, that is my favorite villain sector. Her story was amazing to watch. Not only the Avengers reassemble, but how she kind of was actually the main villain the entire time, not MODOK. Yeah, I'd agree with that. She was definitely over, well, I don't want to say over the top, but she was the villain behind pulling the string that you yeah. see from snippets. I'm like, okay, Modoc looks like he's in charge, mm -hmm. but he's just as oblivious as 
everybody else. Right. He would have moments where it's like, oh, okay, maybe he is in charge, but then she would play it off really well. There's like one scene where like he like has her up in the air. It's like, oh, okay, like he really is maybe the boss. And then it's like, oh no, she's just really playing the part. Yeah. I think for um, me it would have to be the Joker throughout the whole Arkham series because it's just the way it evolved. The first one, there was a lot of, you know, critically, like even I was like at the end, I'm sure you, you played it, correct? Yeah. Where like Joker, Joker Titan or Titan Joker, whichever. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. It's, but even in the last game where it's more of a mental thing and the way they played that off at the end, was a, again, if anyone wants to play it, I don't want to spoil it. The way they transition Joker to more of a mental thing than actual character in the show where Batman's fighting with himself. Hmm. Um, I always really, I really enjoyed the, the prolonged dilemma of the Joker and that whole series. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mine, it'd be so in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, as you were like in the open water, you can have like bounty level and like mm-hmm. your bounty level rises. So like, yeah. they're like, the royal army is like probably my favorite like you just it's so fun like trying to avoid them and then if you don't like oh shit i gotta drive this shit pretty fast here or we're in for a cannon fight (laughs) and like that was like my favorite assassin okay this this is a bit off topic but i'm curious did any of you guys ever successfully beat one of the man of wars in that game did you yep i I was like too much I, it it is a challenge. Yeah, they're, yes, but they're tough. But but got it's through. doable. Yeah, you gotta upgrade your ship a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this requires a lot of grinding. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was like my grind game in like freshman sophomore year of high school. Like, That's the game I was going to go back that. and play through again. Because I played through most of it, and then I just kind of I moved on to other games. Yeah, but it's one of those games I always wanted to go back and. It was a good all the way through. It was a good game to beat all the way through. Just like I really like the sailing aspect of it. It was just because I feel like fun. that was the first real transition to their new style of games, like Valhalla, like because Assassin's, oh, Assassin's Creed Three was kind of a big transition from the first two, mm-hmm. and I feel like Black Flag yep. was another yeah. strong yeah. transition into the kind of the game because it's more of an Uncharted style game the way they play it now than original Assassin's Creed I feel like a little bit yeah like the first ones it kind of revolved around like Ezio and like the rise of the assassins whereas now it's like each one is its own individual character well I feel like originally it came out Hmm? so the original was Altair Oh, yeah. And then it was Ezio I feel like it's like the Assassin's Creed games were always like more of a Here's how parkour works, but then it transitioned more into, you know, a stealth game, like, and more, uh, you know, just more involved into the character, not just sneaking around, like, oh, here's how you, okay. here's how stealth games work. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've played a few of these back in my day. I know how stealth games so work. I played the first, like, the second one for a bit, and, uh. I was like, this kind of drags on. But then I played the third one. I was like, this is fun. Like, when you climb, when you're in the city and you're running on the rooftops, you're not just walking around monks in the town of Italy. Yeah, I love the second one. Like, it's fun yeah. in its own way. But I feel like the third one was what really drew me in. Okay. As a more casual gamer. 
I feel like the Assassin's Creed is the reason I play certain games the way I do, like focusing so much on like that stealth approach. Like yeah. even like playing Elden Ring now. I think the reason I don't die as much is I just play like the stealth game the entire time. Yeah. Well that's what Far Cry five did for me. It made me yeah. wanna to, wanna to be more stealthy. Get out the silenced ARs and <laughs> snipers like mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, because that one is actually a lot more punishing than uh, yeah the previous Far Cry games. I mean, it's honestly I liked it more than Far Cry Six. Like I've I've been Far Cry Six. And I've had way more fun playing Far Cry Five, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, villains for me is actually from Fallout One, the Master. Um, so when you start you just exploring the world and you hear rumors of these creatures called mutants like giant green things that are out there you don't really yeah yeah, they're scary you don't really know much about them you know whatever and then you hear rumors of this thing that's creating them that controls them as you go through the game you hear more and more the hell is actually going on (laughs) you find out that it's taking place in this city you go explore it's covered with mutants you know just all right this is where they're at and then you finally meet the master and you're just holy shit your mind is blown by this uh, amalgamation of man flesh and machine Sorry. No, the brain broke there. I don't know how he did that. I'm sober. Uh. God damn it. Right, right, right. But you finally meet him and you talk to him and you see like why he was attempting this the shit he was doing and, okay. and you're like yeah that's fucked up i still want to kill you <laughs> all right i think that's good with npcs uh tom you want to cover some wrestling news for the week uh wrestling there's a lot there's there's um, a lot yeah. on the aw front <laughs> Start there, perfect. Um, so I know that's more your thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy and William Regal have both made their AEW debut in the last week. William Regal showed up first uh, last, I think, this Saturday or Sunday. I can't uh, remember offhand. Think, yeah. I can't I think they do those on Saturdays. The, I think that, it was Friday. No, uh, the, their pay-per-views. Oh, uh, Saturdays, yeah. Yeah. William Regal appeared there at the end of the Moxley Danielson fight. Um, Moxley said that he won't team with anyone. He has a blood left. Mm-hmm. Um, and now him and Danielson have blood together in their last match. They had a brawl at the end. We- Regal came out. Weagle. <laughs> he came out and uh, kind of popped them both. Gave them a nice little yeah. slap across the face each. Kind of brought them to their senses. And. They shook hands at the end, so teasing a potential team up with Regal as a manager mouthpiece. Not that they, not that either of them need a mouthpiece, but no. uh, kind of like you know, back in the day, you had the Freebirds, like they could all talk, but or the Horsemen, they could all talk, but they still had a manager. Yeah, so this will probably in the back. Uh, yeah, yeah, we get. They still had a manager. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I think that'll be nice to see William Regal because we all, like me personally, I was shocked when WWE let him go. That was NXT. crazy. But I think with Triple H taking more of a step back because of his heart issues, that WWE and Nick Khan and they're more trying to get it to be more of a really a developmental brand and not its own make its own stars. Okay. Because I think that's something we were all upset with. Like you get, you know, let's say Karrion Cross. Yeah. He has his own character down in NXT, but then he comes up to WWE main roster and they re- kind of rebrand him. Well, at the end of the day, that's kind of what NXT is for is to get them ready, like to wrestle in front of a camera. Not to develop their character, but to get them used to the WWE style of wrestling. Right. Which Who's can be frustrating Keith? as fans. It's very frustrating. You see Keith Lee's yeah. uh, Champone Gargano. Um, Mia Yim is another one. I feel like uh, Champa, they messed them a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah, they. I think him and, Garga- him and Gargano both were... They really wanted to stay in NXT... But that was the previous style. I think now it's transitioned a lot. I mean, we have Dolph Ziggler as a champion. That's another big news. Yeah. Um. But NXT. Braun Breaker yeah. didn't. Braun Breaker didn't take the pin, so he is no longer the champion. But I think they're trying to bring Braun Breaker up to main roster sooner than later. I mean, being a Steiner. Yeah. So. So maybe keep Dolph Ziggler down there as to like. I think he can develop. If, if they want to treat it like a development, have somebody that's been in the company for a while and has done a lot, as Dolph Ziggler definitely has done. Well, not a even lot. just Dolph Ziggler. I mean, you were a fan of it back when he was there, but Robert Roode is with Dolph Ziggler right now. Yeah. The glorious one. The so dirty dogs. <laughs> I, which per, personally, I love the characters they're playing right I now. I do, yeah. They're it, great. It's dirty, they're playing dirty old men, which yeah. is hilarious. Fantastic. The dirty dogs. And I think Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler can teach a lot uh, of how to just work for a camera because Robert Roode is TNA run. Mm-hmm. Ziggler's been with WWE almost his entire career. Came in with the Spirit Squad back in the early aughts. Um, people forget uh, that. For uh, a reason. <laughs> but Nikes! <laughs> yeah. Um, he came in way back in the day. Yeah, he did. Got shipped back to OVW by the DX and came back as Dolph Ziggler. So, I think that's a, a interesting transition. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with his belt. Obviously, yeah. I think he's going to be a transitional champion because of just, I mean, his age and the, that kind of brand. It's more of a young person's thing. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of WWE, Stone Cold might be coming back uh, for us at WrestleMania. Um, whether it's a match or just a, you know, throwing hands with Kevin Owens. Don't care. But yeah, Kevin Owens has been using Kevin yeah. Owens been using the, using the stunner for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So I think they've been kind of telegraphing that this was going to happen eventually. Because I think that's interesting. That- that's where it's at because I remember when Kevin did the stunner for the first time and he came out like in like an interview or something. I was like, Yeah, I reached out to uh Stone Cold, I was like, Hey, I would love to use like your stunner as a finisher. Is yeah. that okay with you? So I kind of like this dynamic that we're getting like stunner versus stunner. 
Yeah. I mean, it's brawler versus brawler. They, they wrestle a very similar style. They're a very similar character. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really the authority to rebel against like Stone Cold had. Yeah. Which is for the best because honestly, WWE has been doing a crap job with authority figures in the last couple of years. Um, the the authority back in the day was pretty well pretty well done. Yeah. Until it got overdone yeah. back in the yeah, you know, got, Triple H like, really overdone. Fan. Um, Adam Pierce <laughs> is there now, but it's not really. Yeah, corporate Kane. That was a train when Seth Rollins. Kane yeah. wearing. Freaking Sonoma slacks from Cole to the ring. <laughs> oh man, it's just... they're they're wrinkle free. <laughs> Should have stuck with Demon. Demon Kane was the best. Yes, those are denim dockers. Those are the good ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the Demon was a, was definitely the best one. But yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Stone Cold as. Like, I don't want an incident with, like, we were talking about earlier with, like, yeah. when Shawn Michaels came back for, like, one more fight, and it's like, oh, oh. That was oh, a train wreck oh. match. I mean, not just, not only did Shawn mess up, but Kane's mask fell off. Yeah. Taker and Triple H messed stuff up. Like, everyone was, like, I think Triple H tore his peck in that match. He did, yeah. Um, Undertaker, he always said, was never satisfied. He wasn't in his best shape. It's like the what was it, Undertaker and Goldberg match too. Yeah, that that one's probably the roughest that match of... to watch. In the fact that it's like that one, that one's hard to watch. But there's also that uh that Mankind Rock I Quit match. That one's hard oh, to watch. Oh yeah, that's hard to watch for a different reason. He kills him. <laughs> That's why that one's hard to watch. No, he's still alive. Is he? I feel like it's no. Paul McCartney thinks. Oh, that's true. Wow. No, he's dead. I'm sorry. Which one? I was both. What's wrong, buddy? Nothing. Um, but yeah, I just hope that it's not one of those instances and that Stone... I have faith more so in Stone Cold knowing what he can do and his limitations. Mm-hmm. So even if it is just like a war of words and like he just stuns Owens on like the KO show or something during WrestleMania, it's like, that's good enough for me. So I really think is what it's going to end up being. I don't think it'll be a full match. I think it's going to be more of a KO show slash... Uh, I mean, in his promo, he did talk about having one more time out of retirement. Yeah. I don't... I don't think it'll be a full match. Unless they set it up before Mania... If he shows up only at Mania, it won't be a match. But if he shows up beforehand and sets something up, then I think we'll have a match. Yeah. Or it could be like one of those... Um... It would just be a confrontation if it's at Mania yeah. only. Yeah. Which is fine. I'd love to see Stone Cold just, you know, throw his throw some hands and do a Luthez press on Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, do his little head-bopping, jaw-jacking. <laughs> I was gonna think like they could do like what they did with like AJ Styles versus Undertaker or what uh, Cena versus Bray Wyatt. How what? Was... <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it. <laughs> God damn! Like a more of a it's a match, but more so like already set up and like a. God damn it! I'm whatever. <laughs> What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> you just did now. 
<laughs> you don't said it. Uh, it's been said. But, yeah, there you go. There you go. Like one of those. But I guess with them having like the crowd back, obviously you don't want to do that style of a match. Yeah. Whatever happens, it Tom injures it. Um, right, it has my injury. I want to see it. I'll be watching for it's, sure. Yeah. Speaking of WrestleMania, there's a local boy going to be featured in it. I know you're a huge fan. Number one himself, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I'm liking him more. I've said this. Austin, Austin Theory the came out. Pat McAfee, I will say that. Austin Theory came out last week on SmackDown. Um, announced himself to be the one facing uh, Pat McAfee and slapped his slapped him across the face, knocked the head off. I did watch that. I did like that a lot. And then uh, Pat McAfee's response was real nice. Started getting Michael Cole taste, and Cole's like, "I don't know what's going on, man. I'm, I was here with you. <laughs> I was sitting right next to you, but I'm just here. I mean, we." We all, I know, at least we, I don't know, you guys saw his and Adam Cole's match in NXT. That it makes... was pretty good. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, he's one of those people who really understands the business, even from being outside of it, mm-hmm. and has really he's, he has good thought in, so to speak, on how to be a pro wrestler and the mm-hmm. showmanship side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Who do we have? Who do you guys think will win that match? Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. I think it depends on how they go. Honestly, I mean, I think if they, I think these are both people that they've really invested in. So it'll be interesting to see. I'd like to see Austin win. Honestly, I think I think I think he'll win. I think he'll win by by nefarious means. By nefarious means. Nefarious. Look at you. Look at the vocab word. Four dollar word. Yeah, the vocab guard buying drinks after this. <laughs> no, it's not a dictionary. That's okay, Google. pocket thesaurus. thesaurus. <laughs> no, it's John. It's not Mark or Luke. It's just John. It's the one checker. <laughs> <laughs> so who is winning nefariously? Pat I think, I think Austin Theory will win. I'm going to buy a lot. Means like dirty, oh, like yeah. a dirty pin. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be. A... You ran out of money. Okay. You can't buy the <laughs> word for us. He spent it all on his. <laughs> I knew. I got that one. That context clues. Oh, I was there. Oh, context clues. I could figure it out. This nefarious. On he just Sorry. said nefarious, and he said it. Brain cells. I'm out. It's like the episode of SpongeBob. What's in there? This is Patrick. This is Coleman. What's in there? Spoon. Fine dining. Is this name reducted? Restaurant? No, this is Coleman. (laughs) We're calling. <laughs> oh, shit. Good God. oh, I heard a dirty. So, <laughs> so Pat by dirty? No, I think or no. Austin, Austin Theory, Sorry. I think he's gonna win dirty because I think Pat McAfee's gonna have a solid advantage the entire match just because he's the good guy. Austin Theory is the kind of the bully, snarky. He's really playing that over the top snarky, you know, taking selfies all the time. Heel. Yeah. I think Pat McAfee's gonna be, you know. 
kind of taking the lead on most of the things. And then I think at the end, Vince McMahon might even come out, cause a distraction, and then Austin Theory would get like a cheap, you know, low blow style win with a roll up. Not a bad thought process. Ooh. It must be a short ramp. I watched, to get a, Vin- Vin- I watched a lot of pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he doesn't blow a quad this time. Right. <laughs> Better start that walk early. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And he starts the walk. Don't turn. <laughs> oh, there's the quad. When is WrestleMania? Next month. Next month. It's a two-night event again. Okay. We'll have to do, we'll have to get the card for it. We'll have to go yeah. through and like say yeah, who we'll we have for the, uh, Oh, boy. We'll have to get the, the beer. Bruja. <laughs> I won. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get the card for that, and then we'll go through that on one on like the next. I think that'd be fun. Session or two. I think it's, we're gonna, we're gonna have to wait a while to go through the card because it's WWE yeah, and it changes all the time. Yeah. 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 It, will, it won't be said till the day before. Until like the yeah. week smacked down before. I was gonna say it will change that day. So I think maybe the so look forward to that. um the podcast right before Mania, we will be going through each match we know of um, and giving our predictions for who it will be. Um, who knows? If you're lucky, we might even do uh, snippets of a watch along here and there. Might be, won't be a whole thing, but might get some highlights. Yeah, because we'll definitely be watching it. Yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> be watching it. Yeah, I think it'd be like the second and third of April. Yeah, I think that sounds that sounds right. That's usually when they do like do it. So we'll have to yeah, we'll have to plan that out with our recording schedule yeah. and release schedule. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that... it may not be the whole thing, but you like snippets or something. Snippets of, it? of uh, different I mean, maybe later matches, stuff like that. The main the events. YouTube shorts of it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that's a good idea. Or great idea. Highlights. Yeah. You use your one today. Yeah. Damn it. See you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of seeing you tomorrow, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for the evening. I think we got quite a few topics talking about NPCs and some wrestling news in it. So, uh, once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of the Gaming Students Podcast. Uh, I'll leave links down below to all of our socials, but you can find me, Cap Stormbreaker. Tom. I'm Death Guard. Coleman. And we will see you all next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Later, guys.